Hey, it's your friend Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello and welcome to another podcast. This week we're talking mindset, taking your mindset from surviving to thriving. Your mindset controls absolutely everything. So it will determine your level of success in life, your level of happiness in life, your level of everything in life. So this is a very important episode. And I want you to share it with somebody, not because you think they need to level their mindset, but to say, oh my gosh, this lady's onto it. So if you want a copy of my book, Three Wines In, I talk about mindset, productivity, just feeling better about yourself. It's all about self-confidence and everything I talk about has an, they all circle in together, everything, mindset, beliefs, values, stories, and it has the great tips and ways to get yourself out of that. So what put me in a great frame of mind, see, mindset, frame of mind yesterday was I was talking to somebody who bought three copies of my book, which I was pretty excited about, one for her and one for her PA and one for somebody else. And she said she was reading it and I always sort of cringe a little and say, so give me, what do you honestly think? Because I don't know, I've never written a book before. She goes, I absolutely love it. And I said, what do you love about it? Because I always want to know somebody's reason. How did I resonate with them? And she said, it's just so easy to understand and it's no waffle and no fluff. And if you know me and you can hear me talking on the podcast, there is not much fluff. It's like I'm not too woo-woo. I have some beliefs in the woo-woo space, but I'm not too woo-woo. I'm quite practical as a person. And I suppose I wrote the book quite practically, even though it is a story. It is a story. I'll just give you a brief a brief chat over it. It's a story of four girls who go for lunch and have an extra glass of wine and they behave in a way that they don't normally. And then they think, how do we take this into our life? So because the book's called Three Wines In, so when we've had three wines, how are we behaving? We're excited. We think we're amazing. We've got lots of confidence. And it's how you transition that into your real world. When she told me that, I was just, I high-fived myself because that was the goal of the book. The goal of the book was for people to read it and just find it so practical and useful and a personal reminder because there's not much rocket science out there. We just need reminding. And if I've said it in a way that resonates with people, well, then my goal in life has been achieved with that book anyway. So if you want to grab a copy, head over to my website or I'll put a link below and you can grab one, three ones in. You can order it from bookstores, but you can get it from me too. Anyway, that's enough about the book which does talk a lot about beliefs and mindset, not a lot, but one of the chapters is about, about understanding what you believe in and what you believe is true. And all of those things, the beliefs that we have and our values and the stories we tell ourselves, which are our beliefs, that stuff is so impactful on how we live and it affects our mindset. And you think about the word mindset. Where is your mindset? I liken it to a thermometer or a thermostat. Are you a thermometer that is controlled by the weather? So a thermometer tells us what the temperature is. It tells us. So that's a person who's reactive, who's controlled by what's happening around them. We all live life and have some negative things happen. So when negative things happen, it's about how we react to that, how we live our life through those times that tells us what our mindset's like. So a thermometer controlled by the environment. Is that you? 
or are you a thermostat? So a thermostat, you said, the thermostat is you controlling your environment. Challenges become stepping stones. Failures become lessons to learn from. And we don't just survive through storms. We thrive through them. And it's interesting when we say the word failure, do you have failures or do you just see your failures as something to grow from, another obstacle to learn from? Because that's all they really are. You just didn't quite do it right that time. It doesn't mean you won't do it right next time. So remember that the thermometer is where you you can form, you're shaped by external forces and life happens to you rather than you controlling it. And when you enter into those storms, you feel like you've been tossed in the air you're crashing amongst the waves if we're using the sea analogy and that does not have to be you can change that I've had and ironically this morning just recording this the printer wouldn't go so I wrote my notes last night and I come in nice and early nice and fresh brain have a couple of black coffees and I'm good to go bouncing off the walls here I am but I went to hit print and the printer wouldn't go and I said to myself, which is negative Nancy, negative Nelly mindset, we'll say negative Nelly. I said to myself, that always happens to me. Why does this happen? And I started feeling the frustration on the inside. And I had to physically stop myself and say, don't be ridiculous. Don't let that have the power over you. It doesn't always happen. It happens in the morning sometimes because the printer's been off overnight. And I'm the first person here using it because it's blooming 5.15 in the morning. So, you know, by nine o'clock, eight o'clock, when a couple of other people have hit print, it won't be an issue. So that was the first thing. So I started, I was a little bit of frustration. There was a little bit of frustration going on and I got past it. And then it happened again. I was seven minutes into recording this. My partner came and knocked on the office door because he'd locked himself out of the house, which meant I had to start again. And I'm like, oh my goodness, are the gods against me this morning? But I had to stop and go, you know what, Hillary, that might mean you get an opportunity to say this in a better way. Use the first recording that I did, the, the start of it, as, okay, I could do that better. And I decided to see this as an opportunity to say this better, to elevate my mindset or to choose how I saw something. So is that a way we could think of mindset as the choice that we have and as into how we see something? Because when we have that thermometer mindset, when we have that mindset, we are controlled by the environment, by what's going on around us, where we are reacting. So the the environment was controlling me in that situation. So had I reacted negatively, had I decided to take that through, had I decided to let that affect my feelings, that would be me being controlled by external forces, the environment. Instead, I stopped and thought, no, it's an opportunity here for me to do this better. So I became the thermostat. I set it to where I wanted to go, and that was how I'm going to carry on my morning. Can you see the difference when you flip that switch? When you flip it and choose to see something in a different way, how different life can be? Because life can be different, and it's and it's really just the lens you choose to view it through. Sometimes, and I've used this in the past, so I do some motivational speaking or speaking to groups, Sometimes I've used the analogy, it's just the glasses that you choose to put on that day. And had I decided to put on a pair of glasses that were cloudy, had I decided to choose the glasses that saw, that focused on, that believed that bad stuff happens to me and this is always happening, had that been my choice, well then that would have been my day. Nobody wants that. But really, 
I choose to pick on, and we could say, if we had to use the analogy of the rose-colored glasses, if I chose to pick on, you know, put those rose-colored glasses on, then I get to see the day differently. And that's what we want, isn't it? Remember, we have one life. We are in charge of this life. This isn't a dress rehearsal. We're doing it live. So we get to choose how we live it. So if you are at the gym this morning, if you're listening in the morning, woohoo, go you. If you are out walking, perfect, go you. If you're cooking dinner and you've got headphones on, if you're in the car dropping kids off or going to work or on the train or on the bus, go you. But right now, realize that you have the power to control how you feel, how you see things. And I'm not being ridiculous and showing or trying to say we have to be Pollyanna and think everything's perfect because life isn't perfect. Let's face it, stuff happens and it affects us. And we're allowed to be sad and we're allowed to cry and we're allowed to have all of those emotions, but we don't want to get trapped in those. We don't want to get trapped in a place where we're not happy. Eventually, we need to choose happiness. We need to choose to have a mindset that supports us. And that, my friends, is a choice. Oh gosh, did you hear the word choose? And for many of us, it takes a lot of work because we are being driven by stories that we've been told or stories we've taken on perhaps, maybe not been told, maybe we took them on. Because remember, our parents give us our stories for at the beginning of our life, the way we live our life. They might not necessarily say them, but what you see happening is impacting small children and you were once a small child. And that is driven into your brain. It becomes a story that you live by. That's number one. And the second thing is you have experiences. So you can have bad things happen. And so they give you stories. Actually, let's go back to the child one. And a classic, which I love, is if you are brought up with a story around money. Now, I was brought up with a story around we work hard and and that makes us make money. We should always owe the bank money because that's how we make money, by owing money. And we don't waste money. They are the three money stories that I was given. And I would pretty much say that that's how I live my life. Because that was my father. He he actually did say those things out loud. He did. Uh, well, he still does. But well, he doesn't really. Because he's in a rest home and he doesn't really say much at all anymore. But that was how we grew up with that feeling when it comes to money. So these money stories, these health stories, I wasn't brought up with a huge... Oh, maybe I was. Maybe I was because my father, again, so maybe a bigger impact. My father went, he was into running, cross-country running in, in the younger days. But that was, I suppose, because I was brought up on a farm. There was We weren't sitting around type people, get outside and play, that sort of thing, those words they used to use back in those days. So there are some stories there that I've taken through life and carried on. And then I have brought on board my own stories. So if there's a, a negative story, they can often happen. Well, they could just imagine if my parents had said, there's never any money. And that had been my story because plenty of people have that story. And I know that. And even if they didn't say it, if you lived in a house that there wasn't money and there was scarcity, that is a mindset that you'll be carrying right now. And it's one you can change, but you have to choose to change the story because that story affects your mindset. Because every time somebody talks about money, you have a little story in the background. And whether you are aware of it or not, often we haven't actually looked at ourselves enough to realize that that's the story we're running by. It's the program. It's like the program and the computer, and that's such an analogy we use all the time, but it's the program we run by. The same goes around food. You often see somebody who's overweight and they've got overweight children because that's the story. That's the story that they're feeding on to their children, if we use the word feeding. 
but that's the story that they're giving their children that things are better when we eat, that we celebrate with food, that we, we get told that food is the thing that fixes us. And we couldn't be further from the truth, really. But it is something that happens. So that's another story that ends up affecting us, which eventually will affect our mindset because we get to control our mindset, but it is controlled by those stories often. Okay, so what's another one? We've got money, we've got health, we've got relationships. What's acceptable and what's not in a relationship? That is definitely determined by what you've seen and how you grew up. So am I poking a stick at you? Remember if I'm saying something that feels a little bit irritating or you might be having an epiphany like, oh my goodness, you're right. (laughs) And I don't need to be right, but what I need you to do is have a look at you. And if I am right, then you get to choose to fix it because we don't play the blame game. There is no point in that. Blaming somebody else does not fix it. And you have the choice every day to, to change forever. And this could be your day. You just draw that imaginary line in the sand or however you do it. Mine is a line in the sand. You pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you press the reset button and you start today. And that could be with the way that you enter your workplace or if you're an entrepreneur, how you enter your environment or how you start your day. It could be in a relationship that you have. It could be with your health. It could be with anything. It does not matter what it's worth. What matters is that you choose to take control. You choose to be the thermostat. You choose to control your life and live it your way because you do not want to be the passenger in your car of life. You get one life and you need to be driving the car. You can support people at times, but if you find that you are just the passenger all of the time and not living your life the way you want, heading toward the goals you want, achieving the things that you want, well, then it's time to take a serious look at what you're doing. What are your thoughts on that? Am I poking a stick at you? Uh, Are you listening? Because your mindset needs to be so freaking elevated for you to have what you want in life. It almost needs to have its own penthouse. Uh, I read that somewhere recently and I thought, oh my gosh, that is so true. I want my mindset to have a penthouse. And just those two little examples that I gave you, the printer and then being interrupted, were two things that could have really begun something, a a negative day. It could have been a negative day, but we have to level up. We've got to bring a level of energy to life. That means that, that we will succeed. That means that we will be happy. I mean, if we wake up every day and life's about humdrum, we're, we're sort of whinging about things constantly. Well, then we need to take a look at what's going on. So we need to be around people that lift us not drain us. And there will be those people around us that drain us and we have to be around them sometimes. But we want radiators. That's what we really want. We want to be picking up on people that are positive, people that make you laugh. We've got people for different reasons, don't we? We do have people for different reasons in our life. We've got people that make us laugh. We've got people that make us want to level up. We've got people that make us feel good about ourselves. We've got people that encourage us. We all have, I suppose we have a different cheerleading squad. And if you look around your friends, what are you for them? Are you their cheerleader? Are you their their support person? Are you the person that makes them happy? I've got a girlfriend and she just makes me laugh so much. And I think what I love about being around her is her laugh. Holy crackers. It's hilarious. Her laugh is just so good. You know, when you're with somebody that laughs out loud, and it's big, those people are infectious. 
And I ask you the question, have you ever laughed so big that it's almost disruptive to others? That disruptive laugh, have you done one that you couldn't stop? That is so important. And when we do things like laugh, when we do things that are positive, when we're succeeding in life, when we're happy, that's when our mindset's in a good place. So learning to take that, to move forward, to move on. So we start taking actions in the area that we want. That is when life just becomes the gold. Let's go back to you. Do you need to break the current soundtrack, the song that you're listening to? Is the song of your life not that great? Do you need to break the habit of being yourself? Do you need to make some serious changes? If you're listening to this now and you're in a place where you think, yeah, I do. And remember, we're not always there all the time. Bad stuff can happen and it puts us there. Yeah, it does put us there. And we have the opportunity to just decide on a new version of us. So I'm going to be Hillary 7.0 from now on because Hillary 6.5, well, she needed an upgrade and it happened yesterday. So we're on Hillary 7.0. I've been under a little bit of pressure. I had to write a report, which I didn't really know how to do. I had never seen one and it just threw me off the apple cart and it started taking up way too much brain space. But I got it done and once it was done, I thought, oh my gosh, it was actually so easy. And once I had the right support, so there you go. Once you have the right support, then you are able to do it. Because what it was doing, it was pressing me outside of my comfort zone. Can you see how everything I talk about links back? Today we're talking mindset because I'm talking about success and happiness. But I've mentioned comfort zone, which is another podcast I did recently. Everything I talk about is about comfort zones, the belief that you have in yourself, your mindset, your potential. These are all things that you have that you get to control. It's about you learning to control you, 2.0, you, 3.0, as me, 7.0. Like, which version do you want to be? And are you ready to level up and be that person? Are you ready to improve your mindset? Is it today? What stories are running you that you need to just think, that is so not true? Seriously? Is there no money? I mean, there's money everywhere. You just don't have access to it. And how can I get access to it? Where do I go to get this money if it's money? And all our family is unhealthy and we are all overweight. I challenge that one as well. I think there's some bad habits going back a couple of generations. Sort that out too. And my relationships always end up like this and I never find anybody. All this stuff is untrue. What's true is you get to control. You get to control your life, your way. And when we lose that control, we end up having a life that we don't want. It's like we get to wake up and choose the destination. And that's me talking about goal setting all the time. The goal is the destination. You get to choose destinations for every area of your life. Then you need to see it through the frame you want, through the mindset you want, through the growth mindset where you see is, I don't know that now, but I can learn that or I will do that versus I I can't do that. So if we add the word now on that, that's a growth mindset. You're seeing it in a different way. So you've set your GPS. You've given yourself a destination for what? You've given yourself a destination for right now your body because you're stuck in a body you don't want. Give it a new destination and then start heading in that direction and start thinking in a way that says, yes, this is where I need to go. This is what I want to do. This is what I can have, be, do. I can have that but you have to start taking the steps toward it and stay on that journey. You can't take two steps toward that body. 
head to the gym one day and think, well, I've been to the gym and nothing happened. It's a journey, my friend. Get on the journey. The same thing with the amount of money you have right now. If it is not the amount, if you're not living a lifestyle you want, well, then what is the lifestyle that you want? What is it that you want? And then start taking that journey toward it. Because plenty of people have started off in a worse place than you and both of those two things with a body and with finances and have chosen change, have decided to see it through a different lens. Remember, we put on a pair of those glasses and that's how we see things that controls the mindset. You can choose to see things through the rose-colored glasses. You see it through those. It's a different journey than if you see it through cloudy glasses. So as I've mentioned before, I was a hundred kilo single mum once, 96, I just say a hundred, it's easier. <laughs> but that's a big person on a benefit with no money. That's a turnaround, isn't it? I had to turn that around. I had to create a different mindset. I had to give my life a destination in all areas. I had to say, I want this for myself. I want this for myself. I left school at 15. 15. Because I hated school. There were so many rules, I just could not stand them. And then I ended up going back to school when I probably grew up and I did leave school to work. But remember, I had that story that we work hard and we have money. And that was something that I knew that I could do. If I worked hard, I could have what I wanted. Hmm. If I worked hard, I could have what I wanted. And then turning that around to working for myself pretty much my entire life, creating a business and creating a lifestyle and renovating houses, believe it or not renovated so many houses to give myself an income and that was the way that I I chose to do it so what's the way you choose to do it have you set your GPS to where you want to go when it comes to your body where do you want to go my GPS is a little off track at the moment I need a bit of a GPS reset mindset reset when it comes to my body there's just a couple of kilos I've talked about it before I need to sort it out Okay, that's one, but then with finances, what's happened? Yep, GPS is on track. I know what I'm doing, got things going on. And again, living with the story that my father gave me, as soon as I get the opportunity, I will owe the bank more money. So I will use the bank's money to make myself more money. That's the way I do it. You'll have your own way of doing it and it'll come from that story. But as long as it's moving you forward in a way that makes you happy, and as long as your mindset sees it as a positive, then that is fantastic. That's what we want. Because when we elevate our mindset, remember, we are more likely to step out of our comfort zone, and then we are more likely to start tapping into some of that potential that we have tucked away. Because I guarantee you now, every single one of you listening to this has so much more potential than you're tapping into. You'll just be. I haven't got an analogy for this right now. Usually analogies just pop into my head, but this one hasn't. And potential is, it's that thing that we have a huge amount of, unlimited amounts, and we don't tap into it. And if you look at people like Oprah Winfrey, they come from a lifestyle that's not much and then they turn into something big. So these are big examples and we're surrounded by big examples. A few years ago, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, he was the same, brought up with a single mum, English was his second language and, in, and very poor and ends up running the country and he didn't even take a wage. John Keyes, his name was. But there are plenty of those. The runner, Mr. Four Minute Mile, his name's escaped me right now, you know, believing that that's possible. Once you believe that something is possible, 
then you can go and achieve it. And that's what you need to realize. So those are the big examples. Colonel Sanders, you know, he saw that Kentucky Fried Chicken. He hadn't called it that. He knocked on so many doors for years until that happened. The other book, Harry Potter, the author of Harry Potter, her name's escaped me at the moment, but those people are the big examples of people that see something and go for it. But we are surrounded by so many people who are great examples too. I'm an example. How do you go from a 100 kilo single mum to a published author to a property developer to a successful coach to like so many achievements, tick, 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 the businesses I've owned, the, the things that I've done, they're actually pretty freaking amazing. I should celebrate them more. And you are that person too. There are things that you have done. When I say this, my mind just starts swamping with clients that I've worked with, I'm working with this an amazing chick right now. And she's going to be a phenomenal coach. And I know she's listening because she said she listened to the first podcast and thought I was talking exactly to her. But not just her, other women that I've worked with and men, but I see I see amazing things they've done. You know, I work with women who have decided to get into property development because they're heading towards 60 perhaps. And they think, I haven't done, I don't, I don't have a great nest egg. And they're doing property developments. Holy heckers. Some of these women are grandmothers. I love that. And I know some of you are listening and cheers to you. There are such so many examples around us, so many everyday women doing amazing things. And we need to celebrate them. We need to support them. We need to rah-rah them. And the more we rah-rah them, the more they rah-rah us. They, we start supporting other women. If women could take on that mentality of supporting each other, it would be phenomenal. It would be a game changer. So support other women to show them how amazing they are. Tell them they're doing a great job. So they are reminded that, one, they're amazing and they can choose to have a life that they want. But they're also reminded that people care about them. And that all of the stuff impacts how we feel, which impacts our mindset. So today, as usual, I better wind this one up. I want you to text that friend and tell them that they're amazing and you love their mindset and maybe you don't love it all the time maybe you know that they have a bit of a negative Nancy one sometimes because we all do we have those bad days the printer doesn't work and somebody interrupts our podcast but we can choose to see it differently and then share this with somebody who you think could get a bit out of it who is going to get something out of this podcast and remember also if you want a bit of a game changer three wines in my book grab a copy of that because it is excellent and I'm getting great feedback which is cool so lovely people remember elevate that mindset so it needs a freaking penthouse because that's what we need draw the line in the sand today to choose to be who you want and start being that person set your gps to wherever you want it to be with your body with your financial situation with your relationships with every area of your life that matters to you with your workplace whatever set a gps and start heading in that direction. Remember my mantra, CBA, clarity. That's where you set that GPS to. Belief, for B, believe that you can. And you might need to elevate your mindset for that one. Elevate it. And then lastly, take action, my friend, because without action, nothing happens. You have to take the actions because if you don't start walking that journey that you've set with the GPS, well, then it's nothing but just an unused map. We need to use our GPS. Anyway, have a fabulous day and I will talk to you next week. See ya.